Body Slams podcast viewers. I'm one of your co-analysts. I'm Chio Frost here, and welcome to another edition of uh, Thursday Night Slam. And this just so happens to be our season finale show. That's right. Season one is done after tonight. Come 2022 in the beginning, we will start season two. But between now and then, we'll, we will be going on Christmas break so we can all spend those holiday uh, joys with our loved ones. You know, get them in headlocks, throw a chair, whatever the case may be. It's professional wrestling. You love it. So why not wrestle around with your family and friends? But today... On our final episode, we're going out with a bang for 2021. And come 2022, we'll be starting off with a bang as well. But I'm not going to let the cat out of the bag. I'm going to bring in my co-analyst, our bearded raven himself, Mr. Dennis Reaper. Bearded Raven, dude. I well, you didn't want to get over this. I love the name. I need, like, I really do need to make a T-shirt with this nickname. Change this background to a Bearded Raven. Like I said, uh, well, you said you didn't want to be called Bearded Angel, so I had to go out there. I'm not an angel. If you look at my 14 years in wrestling, when have I ever been an angel in the wrestling ring? Mm, I don't know. When you're babyface. I don't even remember remember the last time I was. Besides when I did get a chance to please retire. That that kind of did turn oh, me oh, 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 don't get me started. I would love to bring that video clip up. Don't you dare. <laughs> but I'm not going to do that. No. I'm going to tonight I'm going to get funky like a monkey with these uh uh cheap plugs that we have, baby. It's to make a right. game. There you go. Uh, but live and in color, if anybody wants to watch any of our shows, just jump on over to uh, Devereaux Sports as we practically have a show on every night of the week. You know, we have the Solomon Squad, the old school show, the Combat Misfits, us here on Thursday Night Slam, the Scrapper Boys who are on hiatus. We don't know if they're going to return or not, but in time we'll tell. Don't forget about the Gobbler Inc., Breakfast and Body Slams. That's right. Our final show is this Sunday. That's right. Of this season, too, as season one. And our pop-up pipe bombs, which can happen anytime, anywhere, with anyone. And and not to forget our uh, brothers in arms in the podcast world, I want to give a shout-out to the guys at the, the Tornado Tag Podcast. Anthony, Andy, and Brian, the two days at the 2300 Wrestling Podcast, Rob Williams over at Bob Culture Podcast, Backstabbers Wrestling Podcast, and all the way from Puerto Rico, Conversacion de Lucha Libre. I don't think I wrote my R's on Lucha Libre, but but, uh, it was close enough. It was close enough. Uh, but I'm not a real Puerto Rican. I'm not a real Hispanic. I look it. I fit the park because I'm plotting on them. That's what it is. I'm plotting on them, buddy. Yeah. But it is what it is. I, I get, I get clowned every day at work about about it. But uh, but you know what, Dennis, I am gonna jump out of the room here. The show is gonna be all yours, my friend. You're gonna and, jump uh, out of the room. 
I don't know when the last time you actually jumped was, unfortunately, you know. Because it looks like you got the food in front of you, so it looks like you're just gonna sit there. Oh, my 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 bad. I'm gonna eat my starch. My starch. Oh that's right. I'm just gonna drink, you know, out of my nice Baltimore Ravens souvenir cup because you know I'm the bearded raven. And I'm gonna plug the show out uh the best that I can. And uh to to whoever and wherever. And uh and it's all yours, buddy. It's so, all uh, mine. All right. Well, cool. I'm 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 out of here. I'll see you Finally. when you when whenever you want to have me back at the end or whatever. You know, the, you know, the close out 2021 with this show here. Uh okay. so we can say our goodbyes and all that. Oh, so yeah. We'll close more, out with a bang. One more thing before I go. I'm gonna give uh a heartfelt much love prayers to the family and friends of uh the passing of Jimmy Rave. Uh, the he was the embassy's crown jewel. Yeah, you know, uh, he 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 left a mark on this business. Um, and for 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 a few the fans out there who don't know who he is, look him up. R O H T N A. You know, you, you won't you, be disappointed. No, 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 not not so ever. So, I had but, the pleasure to wrestle him when we before the we, the pandemic happened, and let me just tell you. It was the most enjoyable match I've had in my career because he made me almost vomit because of how blown up he made me. And it was amazing. I didn't, I wasn't even mad. I was happy. So, Jimmy, thank you. You know, rest in peace, man. Yep. All right. So I'm out of here. It's all yours, brother. All right. Well, welcome to uh, Body Slams Podcast where everybody left me and it's just me today, guys. But again, this is our f- season finale. And no- I wanted to bring in who I believe is the most uh, rise, the biggest rising star, in my opinion, in, in independent rep for rest, professional wrestling. Um, and I've had a pleasure of knowing him for almost 14 years, share locker rooms with him all up and down the East Coast. So, ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, this is the MCW Rage TV champion. I'm probably messed that up, so he can yell at me a bit. The, Hawaii, the Keikoa. Just bring them in. I'm messing it up. <laughs> well, of, of a fan round of applause. Round of applause. I'll I'll let I'll let the the mess up happen because you you oversold the rising star. But you but but, but for the honest with you, like there's there's guys that have we've all known in the business, right? That have okay. all said that they want this and they 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 have the hunger for it, but they never actually show it. They don't really do anything with it. You have literally been proving that for 14 years, that this is what you want to be in your life, is in being a professional wrestler. You've proved it every day. and every, There's nothing that you haven't tried to do and accomplish to get there. So, again, in my opinion, you are the rising star in independent professional wrestling to be the next big guy. I'm trying, and um, and I appreciate that. Um, the... And you're right. It it has been the focus since day one. I think that for me, um, I think that there's, you, you know, you never like regret anything as far as like, oh, I wish I, w-, you know, looking at it as a negative aspect. There's so many things that I wish that I that I that I would have changed about, you know, getting to the point where I am. But at the same time, it's, um, you know, it's helped. And I'm glad that the the adjustments that I have made especially in the past, I want to say, you know, six years have 
greatly helped me get to you know where I am and the opportunities that I've been getting recently. So hopefully, it continues to pay off. I'm I'm hoping it gets paid off. Um, again, we've shared the locker rooms with each other probably a good six seven years out of the fourteen that we've known each other. Um, and I've gotten better when I share lockers with you. You've helped me. You've literally told me when I got done a match that looked like crap. Here's why <laughs> it looked like crap. And then I did another, I, I did another show and fixed those things that you pointed out that I didn't catch mm-hmm. that I did wrong. You know, yeah. again, it doesn't matter how long you've been in the business. We all, we're all still learning. Um, I mean, and I don't, and I didn't mean to rake your eyes there, but, um, I, I just, for me, like I, I hate when I would come to the back and somebody tells me like, you had a phenomenal match. I don't have anything for you. And then it's like, what, you know, I, one, I know, I know that there's stuff to work on, but then the other problem is, you know, either they're being dishonest with me two, they, they just don't know, like they, they don't have that type of experience to pick something apart and say, Hey, tweak this or do this or do that. Um, and then it's okay. Well, now I need to change something. And you know, if you're coming back and someone's telling you it was phenomenal, there's nothing I, I wouldn't change anything about it. Then why are you still on the indies? Mm-hmm. You know, like because if you're doing this flawlessly, then you should be somewhere else. So, you know, and that was always my biggest gripe when I would see younger guys come to the back and they don't ask, you know, for critique or they don't ask, like, hey, did you? you know did you have anything for me i didn't ask you but did you happen to catch the match do you have anything for me mm-hmm. you know like they're coming to the back they're hugging and celebrating like they just tore down wrestlemania and i'm like okay you know it's just a, it's just I, I wish the more people wanted to learn yeah. you know there's and i'm still getting i'm still getting torn apart and i'm and i'm literally you know when i talk to other people and i send my stuff out i'm like literally rip it apart I'm like i don't even care if it's something like because I'm trying to get graded on a level of, hey, if I were signed, what would I get yelled at for? Because I want to make, I want to know what type of adjustments that I may need to make in the future, hopefully. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas, and I and I get that critique also. It's like, well, you're doing this, which is fine because you're on the indies. But if you're here, you would be doing it this way. And it's like, but then they're also saying, but if it's a house show, you could still do it that way. So it's like, okay, so now I'm getting like all parameters of, you know, whichever route it would be. And that's what I want. I want to know, I want to know everything. Like I want to just yeah. dive into it. No, I, I, I totally understand. I totally get you. Um, the whole sending stuff to people and getting them, telling them literally report apart. I remember doing the gut check back in the days and mm-hmm. Simon Diamond literally gave, gave certain amount of people his personal email and says, I'm literally wanting you to send me stuff and I will, I will tell you what you did wrong. I would yep. send him stuff all the time. Mm-hmm. And he'd be like, I remember when we did the gut check, he goes the two things he loved about me was my strikes. Mm-hmm. He goes, they looked as clean as possible. He didn't like how the, the, the tag match went. Mm-hmm. Um, and I asked how, how I could fix it. He goes, I'm going to send you what you did in the video and we're going to fix it. So he did that. So I would always go back. I'm, and fix it. I'm loving these. I'm sorry. I'm loving these comments <laughs> that are popping up. Did I tell Aubrey Edwards to finish? Um, nah. I, I wasn't even in the damn ring when that AEW match happened. So <laughs> I, can't, I can't tell her anything. So since that comment's brought up, we're just going to go right to it then. Okay. Um. So for the people that are tuning in, uh, Kakel was literally just on AEW in a big six-man match. 
Um, and I know Chia, there it is. She was pulling it up on the on the picture. Um, you went you went into this match against three powerhouse guys. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna be dead honest. Dante Martin and Ricky Star and and Hobbs are probably three of my favorite in AEW right now for the younger generation guys. Mm-hmm. Um, how what 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 were your thoughts when you got there? What you know? How did you feel about it? What did you get out of the match? Uh, I mean, of course, you know, I'm always grateful for, you know, the opportunities, you know, especially because, um, for those that don't know, I was actually at AEW, um, a couple weeks before that I was in Philly. Um, now, unfortunately like that night, I didn't get to do anything. So then when we get to here, it's like, okay, well I'm here, you know, I'm, I'm assuming I'm going to have something because, you know, it's a taping. Um, but you know, again, things change, plans change like doesn't necessarily mean any type of guarantee. Um, so when I actually, you know, got to see my name and I was like, okay, I'm doing something, then it was like, okay, like it's, it, of course it's a great feeling. Um, being able to do it with um, those three and especially three very talented people, uh, again, just blessing after blessing after blessing and just being very happy that it's like, okay, all of that other stuff that you've been doing has gotten you to here. So now it's okay. Now we're here. Now we need to focus on the next step. And that's exactly why, for those that don't follow me on uh, TikTok um, or any of my social media platforms, I had put that video out of, it's one of my favorite quotes from Kobe Bryant when he was getting interviewed and he was up 2-0 in the NBA championship. And they're like, oh, we're looking for a big smile out of you. You know, where's your smile? And he was like, what's there to smile about? And they're like, you're up 2-0. And he's like, job's not finished. And it's the same thing. You know, I, I had the conversation with, um, you know, a buddy of mine that was also at the taping and he was like, you know, how do you feel? I'm like, of course I'm happy that I got to do it, but now what, what's, what's next? Like the, the, like job's not finished. Like I don't have a piece of paper with my name on it. So there's, there's still, there's still work to be done, you know? So again, it's grateful, but not content because when you're content, then you're, you're stuck and you stay and you're comfortable. I don't want to be comfortable. I want, all right, what's next? What's next? Yeah, yeah, exactly. No, like, and, Again, like we come, from, we've been again. I, I'll say this over and over and over. We've been doing this long enough to understand. Like the day that we are content and we're fine where we are is a day that we might as well just stop because we're not yeah. hungry anymore. You know, we're not pat. No. The passion might still be there, but you don't have that drive that we should always still have. You know, and yeah. that's something that I always try to tell the younger kids at ACPW when I was up there. Like, look, if you want this, you have to dig for it. There's no. There's no waiting for that opportunity. You have to go for that opportunity. You have to make these drives. You know, mm-hmm. Bob Evans makes it pretty clear. Do the drives. You yeah. know, if you don't do the drives, what do you get out of it? You know, yeah. are you, it's a the professional wrestling is a gamble. You know, yeah, and I think that's something that I'm learning. Uh, Justin can't wait for the 30th CK color. Oh, I appreciate it. I'm I'm uh, excited to get back to MCW for the 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 last call, which we'll get to then, but. Um, something that I've noticed with being down in Florida, it seems like a lot of Florida wrestlers don't leave Florida. And maybe it's more because it, maybe it's further. I, I don't know. It just seems like a lot of times when I talk about like, or I'm getting introduced to people or people are telling me about different wrestlers in the area, they're like, ah, oh, yeah, he's a Florida guy. And it, it seems to be a term down here. Now, I may be incorrect, 
But I feel like the guys up north, maybe again, and maybe it's because New York, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Delaware, Maryland are all a lot closer than Florida is to anything else other than Alabama and Georgia. Maybe that's it, you know, but to me, like North Carolina is that it's not that far. It's, it's the same distance from where I am to North Carolina as it was when I was in Pennsylvania to North Carolina and I did those drives. So I, I, uh, that's what I'm starting to realize. It's just, you know, maybe that that's starting to dwindle down. I don't know, but that's just not my advice, I guess. That's not your <laughs> cup of tea. That's not how you do things like, no. And, and, but in where I am now, and now that I've been doing this for a, a little bit, um, my main focus is MCW because MCW is a place that, that gets me better. And now with these other companies that reach out to me, it's like, I have absolutely, I don't mind doing any other shows, but they're my, but they're my number one. So, and luckily for me, that MCW is so busy that that's the prime, the priority of my bookings and it, and it keeps me constant. So, um, now I don't I, I I I travel more, but I travel less in the same instance because someone's yeah. like, well, how do you like the travel? You know, you have to fly up to Mar flying is easy. I sit on the plane. <laughs> I sit on the plane for two hours and I and I hop off. A, some one of my buddies picks me up and they drive me to the, the freaking thing. I do way it's way easier now. <laughs> it's way easier now. Before it was a three hour drive and I have to drive. You know what I mean? Like so. I'd much rather hop on the plane and deal with TSA and, and deal with getting dropped off and picked up or maybe leaving earlier than I want to. I'd much rather deal with that. I don't have to focus. I could just sit on the damn plane. You go into the, you know, you check in. Now you go to the next spot that where, where you, you know, going to get to your gate. You sit oh. around for like a half hour to 45 minutes, maybe longer. Hop Not even. Flight and you're done. Yeah, because now, like, you know, TSA isn't as long as everybody thought it was going to be after. I mean, it was obviously when 9-11 happened. Yeah. And, yeah, but we've come, you know, much further now. But I get TSA pre-check. I, I fly right. I, you know, I go right on through, um, you know, since I, I'm only usually flying for the weekend. I just have my one carry on, so I don't have to wait for another bag or anything like that. So, yeah, I've I very quickly picked up on the, you know, constant traveling, constant flying. No, the, and again, like I've done, let's see, I've flown, I haven't flown since COVID ended, but beforehand, like for all the RV stuff, I was always being flown. So I was always mm -hmm. doing things. Mm -hmm. Um, And it wasn't that bad. The flight, the you know, the, the check-ins were very quick, you know, when I was going on plane still. And yeah. this is way after 9-11. But, you know, yeah, if you go, if people want to go flying and they want to travel for wrestling and they go during the, like, a holiday season of course it's gonna be busy like christmas mm. is gonna be jam-packed you're flying up here right around christmas <laughs> right uh, after christmas yeah right after i have to um i'm flying out wednesday morning at like 5 a.m so it shouldn't be busy um and then i'm flying back uh friday friday night <laughs> she's, my wife's giving me the eyes because she has to pick me up friday um <laughs> at 11 p.m she's like you're landing an hour before new year's Really, and I'm like, the differences of flight price was astounding. If I didn't pick any other flight, so I'm like, that's what it is. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. You know. Would you but... hang on? Would you rather the 11 p.m. pickup, or would you rather the 5 a.m. drop off? 
<laughs> you you can't say neither. Which if you have to pick one, <laughs> we're live on air. Just pick one. <laughs> She's like, all right, fine. I'll pick you up at eleven. <laughs> I wouldn't want to be up at five a.m. either. So no, and I'm and, up every day at that time for work. So I'm used and, to it. Yeah, and but there's definitely times where like I don't want to inconvenience you know my buddies in Maryland. So I'm like, hey, uh, when uh, so the last Hollywood show when we did uh, a couple weeks ago, when we were um, when we were driving back up, since we were passing the airport. And then he was like th- another 35 minutes north. So I'm like, there, it doesn't make sense to pass the airport. We're going to get to your house by like 1.30. I need to be at the airport at like 5. I'm like, just drop me off at the airport. I'm just going to sleep there. So I just yeah. find a little spot. I, I pull my hood down and, you know, I just sit on the, I sit on the steps or whatever. Oh, or the, to, not the steps, the seats. Yeah, I had to do that uh, when I had to go to Georgia. I was going to, I was supposed to, I was going down there for a wedding, but I booked me a show as well. Mm-hmm. So I was like, all right, well, I'm picking up a rental car in Allentown at the airport at 12 o'clock at night. I'll just start mm-hmm. driving down. Yeah. I get to the airport and they don't, the uh, rental car place closed at 1230. They closed at 1145. The lady was like, I, she left early. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm not going home. I'm not sleeping yeah. in a hotel. I'm going to sleep in the airport. Yeah. Because they opened well. at they opened at 6 a.m. So I'm like, all right, I'll catch six hours of sleep, whatever. Yeah, and, and, you know, I've I've slept in plenty of hot- in airports because I didn't feel like I'm like I'm already by the airport after the show. I might as well. Do, I'm just staying here. Yeah, They're, you know it make it's in our world that's perfect sense. It's yeah, it's the same. The money. As, uh, you know, again, like if you're doing a long drive rather than spending you know a hundred dollars on a hotel room when you're only going to be sleeping for a couple hours and then hopping back on the road, just pull over, sleep in the car, and keep on going. Yeah, go right to a truck stop or a rest area, pull over, turn your light, and just you're good. Just don't, uh, you know, do it at rest outs with restaurants in uh, what state? I want to say it was South Carolina. They'll give you a ticket or Virginia. It's one of those two. Well, Cy, uh, Matt Saigon, whenever we traveled, he would specifically say like, because we would usually get paid, you know, and then uh, they're like, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll get you a hotel room. Or I'm like, or you can just, you know, give us the money and we'll get the room ourselves. Like, we'll pick one. You make it easier on you. That way you don't have to take care of it. And you're like, oh, yeah, that's fine. And then Saigon's like, we're not picking a room. We're driving. <laughs> we're saving that money. I'm like, oh, that. dude. That's I love cool. the I love when promoters are like, hey, I'll book you a hotel. Nah, just give me the money, dude. I'm probably going to get one like a, about like three hours away yeah. and get somewhat home. And then I'd be like, no, I'm just going to go to a rest stop. It's, always, it's, it's tough, too, because I'm like, it's probably going to be a sketchy one. It's probably going to be sketchy, whichever one you pick. So I'm like, I'd just be, I would be more comfortable if I just could pick myself. Listen, I loved wrestling down in North Carolina and Mount Airy for AIWF, but that one hotel was pretty sketchy. Yeah, absolutely. Like, like that was a sketchy <laughs> hotel. Not, yeah. I, and I love, I love all those guys, Matt Classic and them, but that was a sketchy hotel. I agree. Um, but, but so, okay, for 14 years, been doing this. Um, what were some of what's some of your highs, some of your lows within the 14 years you've been in the professional wrestling world? Um, it's tough to say which are my highs because my highs are I would define them as highs for different reasons. Like, you know, MCW, like winning the MCW, you know, heavyweight championship was a big high for me. Um, you know, being on AEW, big high for me. Being on WWE, big high for me. Like, these are all different, you know, bigs. Mm-hmm. Um you know, for different reasons. Um, so it's kind of tough to say like, you know, what are, you know, what, like what's the high of, of the career? Um, Cause again, and I'm also still going and I feel like I'm, I'm just getting going. 
Um, the lows, I would feel, you know, it definitely sucked when, you know, like I tore my ACL and I had to go get surgery and I was out for the year um, because um, at the same time when I had torn my ACL, uh, my girlfriend at the time had broken up with me. So mentally it was a big like I just lost my long I just ended a long term relationship um you know now i just lost wrestling and like and here i am sitting on my couch like by myself injured and i got and i had nothing so it that was a big mental like you know repair essentially but it was good at the same time because if it wasn't for my acl tearing then i wouldn't have created new characters that i wanted to come back with which wouldn't have evolved to you know essentially everything else that i have as far as the hawaiian warrior or even my wife, like I wouldn't have met Sammy uh, at the uh, sanctuary show if it wasn't for tearing my ACL, because then I created that new character that Trotsky wanted me to come and do his shows for, which then met Sammy. So like, it's also tough when you're saying, oh, well, these are the lows, but the lows are still good too. Like yet, you know what I mean? Like everything happens for a reason, but yeah. that was definitely one. And um, I think the only other time that was like really low for me was uh, when I was overseas uh, and I was doing a tour and um, I kept messing up because um, I just didn't know the rules of like being on the road with a bunch of guys in in England, you know, like in the UK. I didn't know what the rules were like. I didn't know proper protocol. And then on top of it. I was saying the wrong things by accident and then getting myself more heat. So it was like every day I was getting more and more heat and I wasn't trying. Like I was honestly trying to be a nice guy and do this or do that and get along with everybody. But I just kept fucking up and it was that was a struggle. And then at one point, the veteran of the group had said, you know, if you leave here with all your teeth, I'm going to be surprised. And I'm like, like. <laughs> that was a that was a struggle so then it was like kind of sitting on a day off in england like what, what do i do like i can't i can't win over a couple guys in a van like what am i going to do if i ever got to wwe you know what i mean where i have to essentially be friends or at least get along with all of my colleagues no one's going to want to work with me if i keep messing up like this and i'm like you know how how do i keep doing this so there was actually a thought that ran in my mind of like do I keep doing this when I get home? Like, do I just go home now? Do I pay for a new flight? Like it was a big like circle of, of thoughts going into my brain for a second. But then I, I slept on it. And then the next morning I'm like, no, what the fuck am I doing? I'm like, yeah, I got this. I just need to figure it out. And by the end of it, everything was fine. But that was a, that was a rocky moment there. Yeah. I, I can't imagine that moment. Cause I haven't, I haven't done an overseas tour yet, which, Will probably happen as long as I get cleared with my dome area to do a Mexico spot. But now I'm leery about doing a Mexico run. <laughs> um, you know, but Mexico is 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 different. You know, like every culture is different, and yeah. every group of guys is different. And when it was explained to me what I was doing and why it was bad, then it was something different. Then it was like, okay, I can adjust this from this because now I understand. And that's something that has something that I've taken in my personal life and in professional life is 
okay, well, whatever situation that you're going through, look at the other side first and see what their perspective is. Because if you can understand their perspective, then you might be able to understand why someone is reacting the way that they're doing. You know, because we're, I feel like everyone is so reactive. You know, if somebody starts yelling at you, you're just like, whoa, whoa. And then like, instinctively, we start yelling back. I feel like that's what the majority of people would do. Um, whereas, you know, like if somebody started yelling at me, it would be kind of like a step back of like, okay, let me assess the situation. Like, why is this dude yelling at me? You know what I mean? Like, it's, it's those types of things. And the big, the big, you know, again, looking at the other side of that situation was like, you're taking a spot from somebody that lives here that could be doing this tour learning from these people and you're you took that from them and now you're ruining it because of the way that you're acting and the way that you're being and i'm like okay i see your point i need to fix my i need to fix what i'm doing and again it was it wasn't like i was purposely trying to be a dick or anything like that it was you just i was a, i was accidentally saying the wrong things and it was some things were taken the wrong way and I needed to apologize for him, and you know, but everything was fine. And I, I would never regret that tour. I would never regret um, making those mistakes at all because, again, it it's taught me so much even after that. Yeah, no, no, I totally agree. I remember, you know, back in the LVW days, I'm in the locker room, and uh, you and uh, I want to. It was you and Sebastian, I think, were a tag team at the time, okay. um, and you guys were going over. Or no, it was you guys versus South Philly's finest, I want to say. And someone blew the blew up because someone wasn't there yet. Um, about they weren't gonna, you know, for championships and everything like that. And I knew you came in the one you came in, you were like, Look, I don't really give a rat's ass what you want. My tag partner in here, this is what they want. We're gonna do it this way. If you don't like it, there's the fucking door. And I'm just sitting there going, hmm. I don't remember any of this. Dude, I remember some crazy shit back in LVW days somehow. Um, but I don't think I team. I didn't, I didn't team with with Chris and LVW. I teamed with Pretty Boy. No, you you teamed with Sebastian. And if I did, I, I you're you're probably right because I don't. Look, I it don't was the only reason I remember this is because I I teamed with at the time oh, it was Skull Team RIP versus Riptide. Yeah, so Joey. Joe, uh, Ricky, uh, Joey Lugo, Ricky Martinez was my was my Riptide partner. Yeah, if you if you just you just said Riptide, that's Joey. That's not Sebastian. I know so you. Team, I know you team with Sebastian though in LVW though too. With, not in LVW, no. Oh, I thought it was LVW. No. Well, he I know was, he wasn't I, really there that much. But well, but I know. Way, by the either way, yeah. Um, but this all went down, and it was like at that time I thought you were like I won't lie, I thought you were an arrogant, cocky son of a bitch. I ain't gonna lie. No, but then I got fair. to know you mm -hmm. because like I did that tag match against you guys, and you were like, "Hey, so here's what didn't work in the match on our oh. end and your end," and you and and that was the moment where I realized like everything opened up, and I'm like, "Okay, he's not really arrogant. He's actually he gets it. I get what he's saying to me." Yeah. So I get why he was pissed while the BS went on earlier. And, and it was like, it took me a Oh my God. Uh, Chio put EPW, EPWE underground three times in here. Oh, <laughs> wow. Uh, I've, I've teamed with him in underground. Yeah. That's uh, where it probably because, was. Uh, because EPWE, that was around the time that AIWF wanted 
him and I to team and win their tag titles and then yeah. bring them up north. So then we debuted there to test it. And then we went to Cal- uh, uh, North Carolina to do it. Yep. Um, but no, I mean, you're, to your very valid point of, you know, thinking that I was a, uh, an asshole, that's very fair because um, everyone essentially that has ever met me usually gets that, um, that uh, yeah. feeling first. And then for those that get to know me, they go, oh, okay, like, you know, they, they understand the, the other side of it. Um, but no, like just to give you a prime example, like Bobby Shields. Um, so Bobby, the last MCW show, he had came up to me and, um, you know, as of right now, he has no plans on continuing to wrestle. Like he, 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 he thinks he's done. Um, so he came up to me and he was like, Hey, do you remember the first time that we met? And I said, no. And he goes, uh, it was for um, Keith Stoddard or whatever the heck his name is. Oh, wow. We did a North Carolina show in front of like five people. And he goes, I met you and I thought you were the most arrogant prick I've ever met. And I was like, no, nah, it's very fair. And it was also like, you know, 12 years ago or something of that sort. Um, but no, I'm like, no, it's very fair. And he goes, but then I got to work you and and then I understood. And yeah. And I and I actually uh, again because I'm, I'm such a big Kobe Mark, but uh, I had another story from that I heard from uh, another player talking about Kobe, and I was like, okay, this isn't you know my exact scenario, but again, it's like he went to Kobe and was like, yo, why are you such a dick? Like, why you know what I mean? Like, why are you an asshole? And then what his defense was, he's like, you know, I see my teammates show up five minutes before practice starts, and then they leave right after practice he goes they ain't hustling he goes why the fuck would i pass them the ball he goes they don't want it he's like they ain't working for it he's like here i am an hour early here i am you know staying late to to work on my craft and get ready for the season and they're slacking he's like why the fuck would i pass them the ball and so then that player that was telling the story he was like all right i see how i see how dedicated he is and i see his perspective of it which i then think people that do get to know me one like there's a whole other side of me Uh, outside of wrestling but overall like because of the way that i take the business um but then again when you break it down like i am here to help and i'm here to you know help anybody that wants to learn um you know and i always give the disclaimer of like it may be the wrong advice but here's just my advice but it's definitely the first impression which i've i've gotten a lot which I yeah. I apologize Look, for to, to everybody. And again, I was green as hell when we when you first met. Like we didn't get well, to, we all we, were. We never got we never worked each other probably for I want to say maybe the first six months in LVW. Um you wouldn't you so, remember better. Again, and, and that's only because we they put they randomly threw me and the guy Skull um at the time into a tag team called TM Team RIP and said, Hey, your first match is against Keikoa. And then mm. we're like, okay, whatever. <laughs> what that that's cool and then you know then i got to work axel rotten and all that and pretty ugly and axel rotten was hilarious but uh it was also the same story with uh my buddy diaz uh at mcw because the first time that him and i had to work each other he had uh again heard the same thing that like uh kiko is an asshole like you know he's not a nice guy or whatever so we were supposed to face each other in the second round of um a tournament and um, he actually tried politicking to to face somebody else because he heard that that was going to be the second match, and he's like, I don't want to, I don't want to face Keiko. I, I'd rather face. I think he wanted to face Ryo. I think. Um, 
but either way he was telling me the story he's like oh man i politic the shit out of that he's like i did not want to work you and he goes but it, it, it didn't work he goes i was told to work you and he's like you know i wasn't excited about it by any means so i was a heel i was doing my king character at the time and he was a baby face so for those that don't know who diaz is he's very short and he's very skinny um not that i'm big by any means but clearly there's a, there's a size advantage um so i went up to him as the heel and i was like hey I, here's the idea for the match because it's, it's not going to be long anyway for the amount of time that they gave us i said um charge me at the beginning of the match i'm going to cut you off right away i'm going to just do like throw you up in the air let you fly boom i'm going to beat up on you for like four minutes very slow at one point um i'm going to go up to the top rope i'm gonna jump off hit me with a fucking cutter out of nowhere one two three and he was like okay <laughs> easiest, Look, easiest, I, easiest match he's ever had <laughs> i've worked i worked diaz once um mm. down at acw and i get to the venue and the gentleman at the time that ran it was named chris tells me hey you can't wear that gear i'm like why he goes because i have that gear and i'm like oh was it like a um uh what's that company was it like a high spots gear or yeah. like uh... yeah mr saturday night gave me free gear he was like here's some what's that other site lucha, lucha uh lucha underground or no underground. there's another website that people always that always... where uh, somebody will tell us in the chat but there's another, there's another <laughs> e -lucha. which i, I fucking rib on one of my one of my former students um so bad for because i which told one? them like uh, Brian, Trevor, Trevor, Trevor. <laughs> I fucking told them all at the, like day one. I'm like, get custom gear, you know, do this, do that. He's getting close to his mat, like months away from his first match. Actually, now that I remember, he was like so eager to buy gear. He buys a pair off Elucha. He puts his name on the side, and then we find the same fucking exact pair on somebody else, and we're like, oh look. Look, Trevor Kage's in the ring right now. And then I saw it again. I'm like, oh, look, Trevor Kage again. There's like three Trevor Kage's on this show. Look at that shit. Oh, man. Good days with these kids. I got some comments here on my uh, Instagram, which I wanted to point out. And my apologies because I know, you know, jump back and forth here. Um, but a bunch of people have been saying hi. So thank you all for joining in. I hope you guys clicked the link in my Instagram story or on my Facebook to come join us. Uh, somebody says they like my t-shirt you guys can't see it but it says looking for spirits and it's the ghostbuster t-shirt so it's my ghostbuster and christmas because yes absolutely dig it uh dk world tour hopped in he says i'm in a sauna gross uh, but he does like my ghostbuster shirt uh, more people <laughs> saying hi somebody uh so my wing is up photography uh said i'm so chill that i can listen to your story and do my homework oh i appreciate that um paul says never gets old watching kick kick ass and mcw i thought thank you guys um see so like these are the types of things you know like people talk about the highs like it's always a high yeah, because it, people it are, really is my like, wife joined for some reason and like she's there like she's five feet that way why what <laughs> love you sam <laughs> miss you um well she's listening so I know. That's why I, I was like, she could. Since she said she's she's tuned in. I'm gonna tell her I love yeah. her, miss her. Like I miss all of you guys. Like without a doubt. Um, I'm trying to literally get done work early on the 30th to drive down to MCW. Um, uh, body slam. I like seeing guys working out of the ring before the show, and I pick out which online store they bought from. Yeah, <laughs> that's a solid. That's a solid that is, thing. 
Evusha and in high spots, number uh, one and two, always going to be number one and two. All right, biggest I got biggest pet peeve for you. Would it be the guy not wiping his feet getting into the ring, Mm -hmm. not shaking hands with everybody in the locker room when they get there, Mm -hmm. or C not talking to the vet and asking them the questions about you know things that they can get they could do in the ring or asking them to listen into what their match is. I would say none of them, none of those out of those three are any of my biggest pet peeves because one, like the shoe thing, um, you know, wiping your feet. Yeah, you should be doing that. And if you if you don't remember, like, I'm not going to flip out about it, but because for the like the reason that I say I'm not going to flip out about it is because the mat that we're probably wrestling on hasn't been cleaned in, you know, since it got made. So is it really going to make that much of a difference? Probably not. That's why I shower very vigorously afterwards. Um, so it, it doesn't bug me too much. Um, but again, it, it should be done. Um, I point it out when I see it, but you know, I don't hunt for it by any means. The shaking hands thing, that that has never bothered me. And the the main reason why it's never bothered me is because I don't remember who the fuck I've shaken hands with. And I'm not going to like, hit like 10 guys on this side and then go to the other side and then all of a sudden two sneak in and they're like oh my god how does he how does he not run across the damn building to come shake my hand shut the fuck up shut up i will see you at some point and say hello and if you look like somebody too and i'm like did i say hi to you i'm like hey hey man i'm sorry did i say hi to you good to see you you know what i mean like let's not let's not be so fucking uptight about dumb little shit like that so no that doesn't bother me either um people not asking for advice um yeah it, it slightly annoys me but i wouldn't say it's one of my biggest pet peeves because again if you're not um if you're not asking for help then that just tells me how seriously you take this business and then that just tells me that we're just not on the same level of the mindset of of this might be a hobby to you but this is me trying to get a job so then I can't compare us because we're two different people. And the the other comparison that I have said multiple times is if Kobe Bryant, and I'm just going to keep going with Kobe because I'm a, I'm a mark. If Kobe Bryant came off the Lakers and played against high school kids, it's not the same thing. And I'm not calling me Kobe. I'm not calling them, you know, high school kids. I'm saying he is a professional in the NBA and that's his mindset and that's the level that he wants to be at. Yep. Some people just want to play high school basketball. That's fine. So people that want to just be on the indies, perfectly fine. People that just want to wrestle on the weekends and that's it in their hometown, one show a month, perfectly fine. Welcome to the business. But we're two different people. So when I when that happens and people don't do that, I'm like, okay, like we're not on the same mindset. So it doesn't, it, yeah, it still annoys me by all means because I want more people to care. I want more people to learn. But again, it, I, have, I have to let it go. Um, what I would say my biggest pet peeve is, or some of the biggest pet peeves is um, one, uh, you know, people just don't helping out with the ring um, because I think that um, until somebody actually runs their own show and realizes, how much of a team effort it is to actually do all that. Or if you don't have a team and you're staying until fucking midnight, trying to take down this ring with like one other guy or two other guys, and that's it, you know, like that's a big pet peeve to me. 
Um, being a gentleman overall is a big pet peeve to me. Like if you're not, obviously like to give you an, an instance, one show that where we were renting out my ring to a company in New York, it was down two flights of stairs. Like in, like the gym was under underground, like in this high school. Cause it's, it's New York city. Like there's obviously there's no, it's yeah. not a big building. So they have to go down. Right. So the gym was two floors down. We're carrying the big, um, you know, uh, frame up two flights of stairs. My 145 pound, what like five foot one wife is carrying this heavy ass metal up two flights of stairs. And there's two big, you know, big motherfuckers at the top of the, uh, at the top of the steps that have now seen us do multiple trips up and down and they work their tag match and they're superstars and they can't grab a board or they can't, they can't grab anything. But it, it really makes me mad when you're sitting like there watching it go by. Does that make sense? Like no, now on top of it, are you not helping? You see it and you're still not helping. That shit pisses me off. Or when we're trying to break down the ring and people are standing around talking and you're in the fucking way. Get the fuck like get the fuck out of the way. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like people are trying to do their job. If you don't want to do it, then then go. Like get out of here. Those types of things. People are just like being uh ignorant to the situation. Those types of things I will be mad about. Oh, that that's one of the, my, little things. My biggest pet peeve is the exact same thing. One hundred percent biggest pet peeve is that. You know, I was trained by Mark and Troy Mass. Like they have years of years of experience. And the biggest thing is if you're on a show, help out if you can. Whether it's doing the ring, setting chairs up, whatever, lend a hand before or after. Hell, I asked you to if I if I could lend you a hand on the first show you ever ran up here in PA. Yeah, and you weren't even on it. I wasn't on the show. No. Wasn't booked. Didn't ask to work the show. Said, hey, Kay, wanted to know if I can come up and lend you a hand and help make sure your show works. And you were like, yeah. Someone bailed on the show. You put me, you asked if I wanted to wrestle. Okay. I have my gear. I know to bring my gear. Yeah. But that you you gave me an opportunity and then it kept happening. You know, I stayed for the show. I, I, I helped set up. I helped tear down. I didn't, yeah. and I had a two and a half hour drive home, mm-hmm. you know. But yeah, it's 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 stuff like that, or you know, people being like dirty in the locker room. Oh, dude, I can't stand. No, that's the bit. I, I can't. My bit. That's one of. The, so at ACPW, um, and I said this to Tyreno and them. I love. I have no disrespect to any of them, but I hated the fact that everybody would just throw the wrist tape and the trash on the ground and roll out. So then you leave the entire show. You leave the person, the promoter, the booker. And the and the four students that are st- you know all the students that are tearing down and the ones that are not they right. clean up your locker room now which it's like dude it's not hard to take your wrist tape and throw it in the trash can right behind the locker room yeah and and these things that I'm that I that I get mad about are they're not stupid little wrestling rules like they're um like they're like it tells me more about you as a person now the again the the wiping the feet thing it's courtesy to others yeah you can always say those types of things but um again like this falls under more of your character um to go back to uh body slam uh had asked if work rate training center was going to be yeah right there will the work rate training center reopen in florida as of right now i don't have any plans on doing that because i'm so focused on um i'm so focused on getting to that next level not that i wasn't before but with where i am now and what i'm doing in florida and what my time is being put towards i don't want to 
I don't want to take time away from what I'm working towards to focusing on others because then, you know, uh, to also flip it, like I feel terrible that I up and left Pennsylvania and just closed everything was like, okay, you know, I'm moving to Florida, but that's where life took me. So I felt terrible that, you know, I did that and I had the school and, and things were going fine and we were doing shows and everything like that. But it was also kind of, um, a blessing that COVID happened the way and the timing that it did because then it led to everything. But, um, as of right now, no, I don't have any plans. I don't think I, I don't think I will unless it kind of like falls into my lap again. And probably until I'm past what I feel is like, okay, the windows close. I'm never getting signed by this point. Like I'm too old. I feel like that's when I would revisit that idea. That's fair enough. You know, no, uh, statement there. Like, as much as I would love to see you have work rate open back up and see you, you know, put shows on like you did up here to where it's ran professionally and ran the proper way and the right way and everything makes sense. Um, whatever happens, you know, you know, I'm there, whether, you know, it's just to help you do stuff backstage or whatever. I'm always going to be there for you. Don't worry. Don't we'll worry. Take we take son. care of son's Tommy Vex up here. <laughs> I have no idea who that is. Um, yeah, it's I don't a funny know. Funny name. Um, yeah, I, I thought uh, it was, is it like Tommy Gun? I don't know. Um, that's, but that's the other problem too. Is like I I don't know as many people down here. Um, so also to have a team of people that I trust is is um yeah I have to I have to get to that point. Um, you know, and that's why like a lot of people are like, it seems like you're wrestling up north more than you're wrestling here. And I'm like, well, there's two reasons for that. One, because again, MCW is number one. And it's hard to find a promotion that I feel is going to help me and not just take bumps off my card. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want to just like, I'm so focused on the next level right now that it's not like I'm scared of bumps by any means, but I don't want to go and do something that I just feel like is going to. And now, especially because I have a daughter, yep. you know what I mean? Like my two focuses on making sure that I'm providing for the family She's health, you know, providing for the family slash she's healthy. I get to spend time with the family, whatever. And again, getting to that next level. So if it's going to interfere with one of those things and I don't feel that it's worth it at that point, then okay. Like I have to put my focus on, I have to put my eggs into the baskets that I feel yeah. are, are going to be worth it. So if a company is reaching out to me and they're like, Hey, you want to drive 14 hours for 50 bucks? No, absolutely not. No. Like when I was 10 years younger, absolutely you know what i mean but by this point with with the amount of uh you know training that that i do get to do and the amount of shows that i get to do no like i'm good i'll take the weekend then home with my baby like i remember driving all the way down to mount airy for the i want to say it was either the first or the second crazy a tournament wrestled friday saturday night friday night and saturday night for zero dollars you know because i wanted the, i wanted the, you know i didn't know i was going to not get paid but yeah. I, you know, they didn't draw. So I can't tell the promoter, you have to pay me. You know, it's one of those, they didn't make money, you know, unfortunately. Yeah. And at the same time, it was exposure for me. I had a good time. I got to meet Cedric Alexander, who I've become good friends with. And I love the fact that where he's gone with his career, you know, again, um, goes back to you. Like, I can't wait. I'm, I'm hoping it happens because I want to see you on the TV more, more. And, fulfilling that goal and that dream that you've had to be there you know you've been 
let's see i've seen you do stuff marie says you know the karate instructor i've seen you do the wwe underground stuff i've seen you do aw i just want to see it be permanent now you know and it's not to say i know you it's to see the fact that all the hard work all the long drives all the the lack of sleep the training you've done has finally paid off to an extent because you're you know you keep bringing up Kobe and I'll bring up a Kobe thing. And I saw it this week or last week, one of the guys talked about Kobe Bryant, about how they got to the facility for their game against the Lakers. And Kobe was in the gym to work and uh, the gymnasium practicing three throws and, and three pointers. He said he worked out for about an hour. He leaves Kobe's still working out. He yeah, comes back me. two hours later and Kobe's still working like, that yeah. that drive that Kobe had, he never he yeah. was always looking for perfection. You know, yeah. he was never satisfied with anything because he didn't feel it, like he hit perfection. No. You know, that's that drive he had. That's the drive you have. That's the drive a lot of us have. Because I'll never have a perfect match in my mind. People could say it was perfect, but I'll be like, nah, it was all right. <clears throat> Something was off. I don't know what was off, but I'm gonna watch it and then I'm gonna figure out what I did wrong. Yeah, and again, it's just. Um... I feel like a lot of times when I, I talk to different guys about, um, you know, training and, you know, diet, lifting, all these types of things, it's like, well, just don't lie to yourself. Um, because if you're going to lie to yourself and say, you know, my diet's on point, my cardio's on point, and then it's when you're put into that situation and someone can tell that, like, it's clearly not, like, just don't lie to yourself, you know, yeah. so you're only hurting yourself at that point. Yeah, I know. Like, I know my diet, my cardio is all out the door because, like, I can't use the gym um, because I work. I, my hours are just insane. So, I like, if I go to the gym, I can't even get a half hour in the gym. Um, but once me, my, me and Nina move um, closer to the gym, then it'd be different because I have to pass it to get to work. Um, plus, the gym at the hotel at the uh, apartment complex is open twenty four hours. So right, then ready I can for just go to the gym at four a.m. in the morning. Ready for this? Oh, this the next thing. How far does it, how far, how far do you have to drive to do a burpee? Nowhere. It's in my house. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> no, no, and I know. It, I, and it, but it, that, 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 that's always my next thing. True. When people say like, Hey, I don't have time. Like, okay, well either you get up early or you, you know, you get, you get up early or you stay up later. Or if you don't have the time to drive for whatever reason, Oh, I don't have a car. I can't get there. Or I don't, I can't afford a gym membership. Okay. Then you're going to have to figure it out at some point. Yeah. So oh no, one hundred percent. Yeah, you know, really I want to be in the gym. Person. I do. I'm afraid to have one of the issues that I've been having with my head lately of being yeah, in the gym and it popping up. Too. So, like, yeah. I'm I have to hold off because you know, yeah. safety wise, like, and again, I everybody's surprised that I took me took me out of the ring. I just canceled all my bookings for next year, and it yeah. was a lot of that was a lot of money that I was counting on. But yeah. I, I tell people, I go, you know, my my main goal is safety, not just for me, but for my opponent. You know, if I can't physically, if I know mentally that I don't feel like I'm going to be able to keep you safe in the ring with me, that I have to permanently sideline myself until I know that I'm at I'm I'm clear and I get told nothing's wrong. You know, that's yeah. just me. I've always, and you know, I never took, I never listened to doctors in the beginning. Now, and now I have to because I have a little girl just like you. I have a family. You know, I I I got I got bills to pay. Yeah. You know, but you know, coming up. Uh, so we keep bringing up MCW and you have a lot of MCW fans and family chiming in here. Um, 
you know, unfortunately, you know, the sad news was MCW's last call. They announced that they are going to be moving from their facility. They've been in for years upon years. Um, and you're going to go out with a bang, you know, you're the Rage TV championship match and you're going up against without a doubt, another rising star in, in professional wrestling, Brandon Scott, um, who has been all over as well. Just like you, you guys have both been fighting to be the top guy in this company. Mm-hmm. Um, so give us your thoughts on this, man. Like what, what do you like you? And I know you probably, it's not probably not going to be the first time you face Brendan Scott. And it's definitely not going to be the last time you guys will face each other. No. There's, you guys have history here. Yeah. Um, yeah, Brandon and I, uh, went toe to toe multiple times and in multi-man matches. So yeah, it's obviously very familiar, but, um, no, man, I'm, I, I feel like that's definitely, um, if there was two matches that if I was the booker, um, you know, once they announced that MCW was closing the doors, I'm like, okay, well, there's two matches that I think that I would have. And, um, one of them you know, was with Dante, but Dante's in the um, the four way to potentially be for the heavyweight championship. So I'm like, okay, well, there goes that one. So then my next would have been Brandon Scott, as far as like my guess, because if we're gonna close the doors uh, in Joppa, and um, you know, we're gonna give them like, hey, here's some matchups or people that have you know made the building to what it is and has helped mcw then yeah absolutely it would be me and brandon scott because we've done it numerous amounts of times so yeah it's only it's only fitting oh it definitely is fitting like and it's sad because i haven't i haven't had the opportunity to make it down to mcw um because every time they do run a show i'm either a book somewhere or i'm working or i have my daughter mm-hmm. and it drives me nuts because it's still one of those facilities it's like going to the monster factory they're so well known. They're so big of a name. It's it's one of those experiences you never you can't get yeah. um, with the fans base. Like MCW gives these gives the fans without a doubt. In my opinion, from videos I've seen, from people I've heard from, not just from you but other guys, MCW provides the fans without a doubt the best entertainment in that area. Like MCW does, no one can do what MCW does. Just like no one can do what PPW does up here in PA. MCW is Maryland wrestling. Like everybody in Maryland talks about MCW. I, I mean, and I would argue that MCW is, is beyond is, is beyond that because of there's so much other aspects and content that MCW does specifically that other indie companies just don't do. Like the stuff mm-hmm. that MCW does is is WWE level type, AEW level type of content where you know we're we're filming you know um you know studio matches for to help build students or to to help build newer talent to get them incorporated in mcw like we have our own podcast you know like we're we were doing those specials during covid to make sure that we were still putting out content for the fans you know we have the regular mcw shows we do vignettes for the trons and everything of that sort like there's so much beyond MCW than just putting on a regular show that I would make that argument of like, I don't think there, I don't think there is another company that's on MCW's level. That's no. not a major player. No. The, and, and I won't even argue that one. Like without a doubt, I can't argue it hands down. I agree with you. I, I don't know of, I don't know of another company off the top of my head that, that does the amount of content that MCW does the, the amount of work that MCW does. And this is also, 
you know, with their training school and with the birthday parties that they're constantly doing for families around uh, around the neighborhood, like it's 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 just nonstop. So any every time that I fly up there, I'm like, okay, is there anything else going on? Like, do you need me for anything else? Like, I'm up here. Like, let's let's do you know, like yeah, let's let's you know what I mean. So like I did the last show, I flew in. Um, I flew in the the morning of. I did um, um, I did the show on the Saturday, and then there was a birthday party the next day. You know, so I was like, yeah, let's let's do it. You know what I mean? Like, I'm still here. Let's go. So I'll fly out after. Yeah, I flew out. I flew out right after. I think it ended around like three thirty. My flight was at five thirty. Yeah. So. Uh, so I don't know if you remember a gentleman in Trip WA named Frankie Frizzo. That's um, familiar. So Patrick Bernard is Frankie Frizzo. Oh, nine. <laughs> you look very familiar. Man, I'll send you a photo of what do you look what do you, what yeah, do you, what do you look if like? I saw the gimmick, oh, man, that sounds so familiar though. <laughs> oh, it but definitely would be when you I'm, see his I'm, face. I'm terrible at that um, stuff. But no, he looks familiar. Like the name the name is hitting there, but yeah, if I haven't seen you since 09, shit. <laughs> shit. <laughs> it's a long time. Like he's trying to make you actually, you know, think back to like the begin the 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 wonder years. Dude, I, I told um <laughs> I told a friend of mine something today and she's like, yeah, you told me that yesterday. And I'm like, never mind. Like it's, it's that type of shit. I'm, I'm terrible. I'm just terrible. Dude, I do that every day at work. Yeah. I, every time we have a new guy, I'm like, I say something with them when they're with us and then I'll say it again the next day. They go, Hey, you, you kind of told us that yesterday. I'm like, I know I'm gonna say it like probably five times. Yeah. And I usually, anytime I tell a story to somebody, I start to feel like, I don't, re- I don't know if I'm feeling like I, deja vu because i told you this story or i've just told this story before so i'm always like just cut me off <laughs> if, if i ever if heard it, it. just just boot um so we've been on for an hour i know we discussed it. it would probably be about 45 minute episode sometimes they run longer because we get into this we get into those flows and just we just keep going yeah um but uh, I know there was someone in here that said hi to you earlier that they can't wait for the show. Uh, Justin? Was... No, it was somebody else. They can't uh, wait for the 30th. It was like a Danielle. Danielle. Oh, okay. Yeah. Danielle. Uh, yeah, I know who Danielle is. Yep, yep. Right there. Danielle Davis. Yeah. There so Danielle show. is actually somebody uh, and Isaiah's her son. So that was the birthday party that I was at. Um, oh, wow. Okay. Look at that. No. already chiming in watching you talk that didn't see that and again those are the moments that we i love that that's it's a it's a yeah. small things so it really is for me she sent, she sent me a picture of um uh me and her son from like the first show that they came to and got to meet me and then up until the birthday party and you know you see the, the size difference of you know only a couple years so it's stuff like that man that that always gets me um you know, like I have a, a another friend of mine who has been watching me since, you know, she was, you know, seven, eight years old, I think. Um, and now in, and that was a, that was year one. So now, you know, 15 years later, she's a freaking adult and it's Dude, I'm, still I, here. I'm still here. Look, you know? we, I remember <laughs> we had Amber Rodriguez on um, a couple weeks ago and mm-hmm. I've known her before she got into the wrestling business. So oh, like wow. for me, it was like this is someone that I've known yeah. for um, for fourteen years, and mm-hmm. now I get to see her live her dream while she's killing it. Yeah. Um. There's another gentleman named Dakota Snyder that that trains at the dungeon with Mark and Troy Mass. 
that I've known since he's been like, I want to say seven or eight. Because oh, he wow. was coming to LVW. He's family. He's related to uh, Molson. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, and he so always wanted that. to wrestle. And I'm one of those guys that was like, look, if you want to do it, there's three schools to go to within driving distance of you. Yeah. Uh, no one in Allentown anymore besides the Samoans. And he was like, you know what? And they're not even they're not even there anymore. Yeah. I don't think. So he was like, I'm not gonna go there. He showed up at the dungeon. I didn't even know he's coming to try out. I was like the happiest adult ever. Like it was my kid's first day of school. Yeah. Because it was like, I get to help him. Yeah. You know, and I got to be part of the, I got the, he was on one of the DEF CON shares that never got aired. Um, because we lost the footage and then I finally just found all the SD cards that we did a special during Halloween and during the tapings. And he wrestled and it was the funniest thing ever because he got destroyed and it wasn't even my booking Mark and them all booked it. And it was the funniest thing. Cause I'm outside cooking spaghetti for the mm-hmm. whole guys. Cause it was like, they wanted spaghetti that night. So all I hear is the entire place going nuts. I go in and they go, he killed, he did. He killed Dakota. <laughs> like, what do you mean? He killed the kid. He's not allowed to kill the kid. Um, but the kid loved it. Uh, so it was great. Renegades of the Ring. Yep. So your next show that you have, I believe, after December 30th is your January 9th show. Yep. Um, which is my birthday. Uh, which, you know, unfortunately you won't be able to come to my birthday party, man. I have balloon bounces and you know, pinatas and llamas and stuff. It's cool. Wrestling comes first. I'm so I don't know much about D3, so I, I can't really give what I know, but mm-hmm. you know, so Give us uh, a so, rundown here, man. So D3, another rising star uh, on the independent circuit. Uh, he's done a lot, a lot of AEW stuff. He did a lot of stuff with them um, during the COVID year. Um, you know, he is he is phenomenal. Uh, great dude overall. Um, the And he had put out a, a promo uh, the other day, and everything that he said was... Um, you know exactly right um him and i have known each other for quite some time um you know i definitely consider him you know a good brother inside and outside of the ring because we have so much in common we're trying we're both trying to get to that next level so we automatically connect um we are both girl dads automatically connect um you know we just have such a passion for wrestling and we also have a passion for our culture uh, and like who we represent, you know, him uh, and, and where he's come from. And man, he's like a superstar over there. I see there's so many articles from his country that are being written about him and, and how well he's doing. And he earned he earns all of that. Um, very happy for him that he's done so well. Um, and uh, but now this will be the first time that we actually ever get to work. Uh, we've worked for PPW you know, for many years and, and now, uh, pro wrestling action. Um, so I'm, I'm very excited. Um, I definitely think it's going to be, uh, the Steeler. Um, I, cause I, I think it's just going to click. I think it's going to click. I, th- I think it's going to be well. So I think, uh, the, the people of, of Florida are going to enjoy that one. Are you, and I would ask, are you going to be, and that I was going to, I'm going to Dave, I will definitely ask that question. Um, is there any way that you might uh, possibly live stream any of these matches? If fans wanted to watch these matches, are you? Is there a way to, that people might be live streaming? Are they going to be on IWTV? No, MCW doesn't because we have our own network. Mm-hmm. Um, it's MCW uh, Rage TV. Um, you can get it on the uh, the Roku. 
Uh, if you have that, you can download the app um, or you can subscribe onto their website. If you just type in a Google search, MCW Rage TV, it'll pop up for you. Um, so MCW won't live stream. Uh, Pro Wrestling Action does not live stream either, but they do upload to their YouTube channel. So you can definitely check out every show uh, soon after uh, the event airs. Um, now this Hannibal thing, um, I actually haven't um, followed up with the exact details of it. Uh, I know that I guess he attacked the referee and like legit yeah. like grabbing him with something. So I've watched the video because like everybody's been blowing the internet about this this shit yeah. that happened. Um, from what it looked like is that apparently the referee they got he's hired because he he does he cuts he does he he bleeds. Okay. Um, that's the what he plays. Yeah. So he's paid to be that referee that if he get if they beat him down, he'll, you know, whatever. And there's parts of the video you kind of see referee, that happen. The referee gigs? Yeah. Uh, dude, I was dumbfounded when I heard this too. That this, okay. and this is from what Hannibal says. Okay. So okay. Hannibal so. says this guy was booked because that's what he gets paid to do. He gets paid to bleed. Okay. Um, but he, his excuse for using the spike was he didn't know he was actually stabbing the guy because he couldn't see out of his mask. Okay. Um, You can see that like, he's shaving him and stuff or with whatever. Like, he's trying to, like, cut him and everything with the with the thing. But, I mean, he's full-fledged, like, stabbing him with this, with this spike. Mm. And then his other thing was he's never dealt – he's never handled a spike before. Um, It's the so same like that, that Kevin Sullivan and them used with Butcher. Like, then why are you doing it? exactly one if you've never handled use a certain thing you shouldn't be touching it first off if you don't know what to do with it second mm. off the lamest excuse i've ever heard was i couldn't see out the mask and why were you wearing a mask um but well, again i don't there's so many stories with it like the miz was just asked about it and the yeah miz was was like, like, he was from wrestling yeah that, like i think that's what i heard yeah so it's like if if people were told the kayfabe too Everybody was being, you know, the cops were called. They were telling the cops, that they were told to kayfabe the cops. And the one people were like, no, this was the dude tried to kill the guy accidentally. Like, whether he meant to do it or not, it yeah. happened. Like, yeah. it happened. You almost killed the guy. You cut his artery in his head. You know, now there's lacerations all over his head and all types of crazy shit happened. You know, but I will say, like, in the video, they do show you, like, the person he does let go. He gets put into a chokehold. He realized, okay, I need to let go. And he stopped doing it. So it wasn't like he kept doing it consistently after people try to break it up. Um, but, I mean, I dude, it, it was brutal, especially when they tried to drag the referee out of the ring. And, I mean, it was just covered. It was like Devon Dudley when he, cut, when he got busted open in Impact back in, I want to say, 2000 and between 04 06 that their time because i was in high school at the time down in florida yeah. when this all went down and i mean he they thought he was going to bleed out I'll because about it <laughs> th there's a match where he literally is bleeding too much in the ring yeah. um but well, i can't remember what year it was i really yeah. can't i just remember it was impact and he got cut on his head and it was just too I'll much ask him about it yeah it's um, funny because now like i don't know what I don't know. I, I guess it's because, you, you know, like now that I, I, I go to the school and, um, you know, I've been there for uh, a little bit now, but I feel like a lot more Devon clips are popping up or a lot more Devon stuff just pops up on my on my feed. Yes, and, then I, and then when I see him, I'm like, like, it, it was funny, like when the, the article came out about him and the, the crush he had on on Stephanie. 
And uh, <laughs> I forget whatever I forget whatever we were uh, we were talking about at the school that day. And I was like, yeah, just be careful because otherwise there's going to be more articles coming out about you, Devon. And he's just like, you know what? That fucking like. <laughs> so, Devon's yeah. an awesome guy. I remember, um, yeah. he worked an LCW show, um, in Lancaster, and it was me, Mark. Um, the guys in charge, and we all went to rest went to a restaurant. He's like, "Can I come out and eat with you guys?" Okay, I didn't care. I was, yeah. I just want food. Yeah, and he's very. I, I I asked him right there on the spot. This is when Gutcheck first was really coming out, and everybody was really yeah. jumping on the board. I was like, "Devon, what's your thoughts on Gutcheck?" He goes, "It's a scam." Mm. He goes, "It's a great opportunity. You're still going to get this, you know, meet producers and train, and they're going to get to see you, but you're you're not getting signed." He goes, no one's getting signed. The only people that are getting signed is people they've already known and have been looking at that mm-hmm. came to it, that they invited to it, and they didn't pay to be there. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, fair enough. I appreciate the, like, li- you literally were like, here's, here's your, here, you put your face here, I'm punching you. Yeah. Um, But still go for it. I'm like, okay, cool. I was like, because I got to accept it. I'm going to pay to go. But I wanted your opinion because you're there, and I wanted to know what you actually thought. He goes, it's kind of like going down to the perform, you know, at the time when WWE was doing tryouts, you never paid for it. Yeah. But the chance of you getting signed from a tryout out of a hundred people, mm-hmm. you have a one in a hundred chance. Yeah. You know, the gut check, there's, there were 60 of us. Mm-hmm. Was I getting signed out of 60? Hell no. Mm-hmm. Did I have a, did I have a hope that I could? Absolutely. I gave everything mm-hmm. I had, yeah. you know, Sign guy told a story on 23 about the fake snake story <laughs> with Devon. Oh, that is a funny story. That is a good story to ask Devon yeah. about. Yeah. Um, but going back to the past four, you know, you doing this for so long and, you know, now you're living in Florida, you're, you know, you're in the main capital of professional wrestling. I'm going to say it mm-hmm. that way. Florida is the capital of professional wrestling yeah. and it has ever since the performance center opened up in Florida. Mm-hmm. Um, the talent pool that's down there. Now you've worked a bunch of shows all up and down the East Coast, all over the all over the country. You're working shows down there. What is the biggest difference you see from talent from Florida compared to talent from up north? I'd say it's the same. You know, like I don't. I wouldn't say that people are better or worse. I think it's the same. The people that are on that level that I think um, on that same type of level of mindset that I am are few and far between, you know, there's definitely some down here, um, you know, and that's, and that's a great thing to see. Um, But, um, you know, again, I've just been more focused on just what I'm doing. (laughs) Yeah. So, you know, like I got to work, uh, Jake Tucker. So Jake Tucker is, I think one of those guys that's on that, that level, because, you know, he's, he's very young in the business, but he's gotten to learn from amazing people. I'm pretty sure he came from, yeah, he came from, uh, Kane and, uh, Pritchard school. Um, so now he's down here and then he gets to train at the, uh, um, workhorse, with uh natalie nyhart and uh tyson kid um so he's he's getting like how much better of an opportunity you know what i mean like yeah you couldn't have been dealt better cards man like yeah like so but 
so it was great to to work with him because it, it was easy because he has such great training and he's he's talented like he's he, you know he's definitely going to make it um uh there's uh another uh, a buddy of mine uh andy brown who is actually from california that moved over here um he's super he's super talented there's so many talented kids coming out of devon school and a lot of them are getting signed so like they don't even they're just they're just getting shipped right off so that's the other thing that that sucks for me is like okay here's my options ah, oh they're gone uh ah, they're gonna be gone you know what i mean yeah. like so it's uh it's at least good to see so i think i, I don't i wouldn't say that again that, that there's more or less i think they're just um they're just there's they're more spread out in the new york pennsylvania because again like that area is also close to each other yep. and florida is a massive state so I, I think it's hard to like is it is it the same or is it just it just seems like we're all more remote because of how like oh yeah it's florida but again jersey to pennsylvania is right there so it's again yeah. it's literally like me going from one part of florida to another is the same distance if not um longer than it would take me from allentown to like you yeah. know, the eastern side of Atlantic City or something of that sort. Um, but the you know, there's yeah, there's absolutely great talent down here. Um, and I hope that um, you know, obviously I'm gonna see them all down the road, but um, but yeah, everything everything's been going good, especially at Devon School. Um, which I'm excited. I haven't been there as much as I've wanted to the past uh couple months, uh just because of uh scheduling issues of like how they set up their time and then like by the time I would have gotten there. And I don't want to take time away from the students. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I also don't want to like take a crazy amount of bumps by any means. Um, I want to focus more on the cardio aspect, but um, we, I actually just talked to Devon um, this week. So I'm going to be implementing um, uh, my kind of like my own sessions on Sundays with the students. Uh, so I'm very excited. Yeah. I'm going to see Devon on Saturday. So it'll be Where fun. Who the hell is he going to be? He's going to be uh, Icons Wrestling on Saturday. Oh, is he? Oh. Yep. Him yeah. and uh bubba's there uh because he's facing jared king um and then they just announced that devon's gonna be uh devon's gonna be there so i'm kind of like okay so when you see devon just be like just kick kick out of, out of your school just don't let him be <laughs> okay you do do know that i will do that I'm yeah i know you'll gonna, say it but you'll i'll walk you. i'll walk right up and be like hey so uh i just had keiko on the show yeah, man, so disrespectful. About what a piece of shit he, he is! He talks so much bad stuff about your show off air. You he, might want to kick him out of the school. He just trashed your school <laughs> all over my podcast. He'll yeah, be like, he'll, he'll be like, I won't lie. Me. If he picks up his phone to call you, hey, I'm filming it. I will legit start filming it and be yeah, like, I'll Facetime oh, him right now. The greatest thing ever. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, so. Like again, I, I I always I I lived in Orlando. I lived in Tampa, so I understand the whole rest how wrestling down there compared up here is. They're all it, to me. It is exactly what you said. It's you know, there's no real big difference. It's just more spread out because of how big Florida is compared to here's PA, New York, Maryland, Jersey, yeah. Delaware, Ohio. You have all these states surrounding you that have wrestling galore in every one of them. So you yeah. have places you can go within a five-hour drive, and there's five wrestling shows within five hours. Yeah, um, and I also wonder. I, I I'm starting to gather this too about Florida because everything is so close, and this is these are like a lot more major cities. That if something is an hour away, I feel like that's too far for most Floridians. 
like when I talk about driving 35, 40 minutes to like, or, or excuse me, when people talk about driving 35, 40 minutes to work, they're like, oh my God, that's way too far. And I'm like, I feel like that's normal. But yeah. um, so I feel like there's there's not more shows because uh, uh, in like closer proximity because of two reasons. One, because I think a lot of people just won't drive that far, even if it's only an hour. Um, and also because of just how highly populated it is so you can still take advantage even if there is a, another show nearby because there's just there's just so many freaking people here it's yeah. not like the poconos where you, you know you only have a thousand people and that's it like yeah. you gotta you've got to try to reach to those you know thousand or whatever um so yeah it's just it's a it's a different aspect but it's it's still the same yeah oh no i i i, I can totally understand that like uh, I started training from learning from a security guard that worked for TNA um, mm-hmm. at the time at, out of a gym, small gold's gym that was so run down. I didn't want to go back into, mm-hmm. but I didn't care because I just wanted to wrestle. And then the school closed, but I, I was already part of the, you know, the street team for TNA and, you know, got to meet a lot of people, you know, in the higher ups. But you know the same thing that all the talent from back then like kid cash and all them were always saying you know the guys down here they're florida you know again the whole florida guy thing yeah you know i get where that's been that's been being said since 2002 you know mm-hmm. it's a florida you know they're florida they're a florida wrestler like so what do you mean I, by that maybe i wasn't too far off then no you're really not it's just a lot of them there's the shows are so far spread out. Like if you're in Orlando from Orlando, the end of the end of to like the beginning of Georgia is like an hour and a half, uh, give or take, depending on traffic. Yeah. Um, so if you want to drive the Georgia, it's an hour and a half, you know, in PA, if you live in Orlando, if you live in like Pottstown, it takes me an hour to get to Philly another 10 minutes. And I'm over there at super crazy. Yeah. You know, and then another 15 minutes down the road, I'm in Paulsboro, you know? So, yeah. Delaware. There's four shows within a, an hour and 10 minutes or you have one show and an hour drive and then another show an hour after that. Yeah. So exactly. again, it, it is a Florida thing. It's just the drive. It is what it is. Yeah. It's just that drive. It is what it is. You're right. Um, if you, you're, if you could take out of all your matches you've had in 14 years, all the mo- the most memorable moment like what was the big you said one of your biggest moments was like when you you know being on one of the on one of the proud big companies winning the mcw heavyweight championship which is that's a huge accomplishment there's not a lot of guys that have won that championship mm-hmm. um at all like they probably i want to say maybe less than 15 if i i, I, I wouldn't know i I, yeah. I don't know like i have no four of them <laughs> so I can't really name them. I'm not gonna. I can't name everybody that I've ever heard of. If you could pick any moment in your entire career that is that stands out the most, not as a high or a low, but most memorable moment, what would you say that that is? It's again because it's. I put so many different. <laughs> I put so many different things on different pedestals for different reasons. Like, I wrestled, um, you know, Caveman Chad, J.C. Wessler, my buddy Chad, whatever. <laughs> I wrestled Chad at the Garfield Hotel where him and I used to go and watch indie shows when we were in middle school. So that was a cool moment for me. Um, uh, getting to wrestle Joey on work rate after we built that matchup for a year. Cool moment for me. Um, um, being able to uh, 
run my own show and have me and Aiden Chambers come back as the as the dream team to face um, Fusion DS, Damian Dragon, and Matt Saigon. Cool moment for me that you know officially retired the both of them. Um, but then Matt coming back, and then I officially retired him again in Atlantic City in his hometown. <laughs> cool moment for me. Um, being on the last underground, cool moment for me. Like winning the ECWA heavyweight championship, cool moment for me. Uh, beating Papa Don when he was unstoppable in that company for, for the longest time, cool moment for me. Um, being uh, my debut match in MCW on the Four Horsemen show and my very first attempt at MCW, cool moment for me. Like, different things different reasons um you know so it's it's gonna be hard even if i were to one day win the heavyweight championship of aew or wwe one day it's to me it's like all of these other moments that i've gotten to do are still going to be on the cool moment like bookshelf but they're going to be for different reasons like of course that one's you know going to be a little bit more elevated because of how monumental being able to obtain that goal is but again all of these other things are still super important to me no that's a oh chio i hate you i, I hope uh, I, got, I hope you choke on that uh food you were eating there man i got uh, uh, wrestling the atomic dog bad moment i mean uh at least at least he was the majority of the time you and i'm talking to my instagram you were at least in the main event and i was you know jerking the curtain so you know at least that was easy but go on so what's what's chio chio says lowest moment being on the podcast lol just kidding <laughs> Kay don't even have anything to say <laughs> oh man, see you. You just dug. You just buried yourself there, man, with that golden shovel that you have. Um, <laughs> this is the kind of stuff that I got to put up with here. Chio making jokes in the chat room, but yeah. uh, oh hey, the mic's working again. Oh look at that! See, it's just the magic of keeping Chio out of the uh, out of, off the show. Yeah, Sam, and he goes, Sammy, unplug the mic. <laughs> He's blaming the wife. I think she's asleep. I think she's in bed already. <laughs> she probably... Well, you guys both work long hours. Like, you guys both have two long, drooling... Uh, not bad jobs, but good jobs that, you know, keep a roof over you and your family's head, you know, you know, and living in Florida. It's a long day. You know, yeah. it is a long day. So, it's you know, it's just a normal American work your butt off and, you know, and enjoy the comforts of your own home with your family. Yeah, um, absolutely. But um, since I, the lows and highs, like, I, I again, I understand that you can't really, it's hard to pick what the bad, because even the lows are good. Mm -hmm. Um, And the mem most memorable moment, like, there's, they're everywhere. Like, there's I've never had to face Dennis Draper in a singles, so. Thank I'm God. Not. That is a, that is a good moment, because I would probably get blown up and throw up. There's not enough squat belts I can wear. There's not enough backpacks in the world that are strong enough for that fucking thing. That'd be a bad match. I'd probably tap out in 30 seconds. Um, but no, that is a match. I I will say this. If I do, if I'm, a, I'm able to get back in the ring and I get back into the tip top shape that I used to be, like when you first met me and I could actually, you know, 
wrestle for 30 minutes without being blown and looking like drizzling dog crap, I do want to face you. Like, you are one of the guys on my list that when I do decide that I want to hang my boots up, like, you are on the list of guys that I want to be able to say, I've got the work, we've got to kill it, we got to have fun, and I could be happy with it. Like, yeah. if I shit the bed, I shit the bed. That's all on me. Let me you know. know, I hope it'll never happen. Like, we, like, the when, you know, you know, the whole Jimmy Ray thing, like, all, you know, me and him. Dennis would only last three minutes like that in one match. Hey, hey, that is a compliment for him. Okay. That is a compliment, Kenny. <laughs> Kenny. Listen here, Mr. Kenny. Kenny. Way too high expectations. You're my personal ref here. You shouldn't be talking smack. You won't get booked <laughs> no more. <laughs> that was still the best line ever. Like, Kenny, everywhere I go, everybody goes, oh, Dennis brought his ref. What? Yeah. Exactly. Like, I didn't bring my ref. ref. I'm on the show. He's on the show. We just drive together. It's just easy carpool. Um, but it was awesome that you were able. You know, me when you posted about you were leading referees for your show. I was like, hey, I have two guys, Kenny mm-hmm. and this guy. But I would pick Kenny over everybody over everybody else any day of the year. Um, yeah, Kenny. Damn man, you screwed me up on that one because that was good. That was a good one-liner. That is the best compliment I, I got all day. I think you're about to take it home. I, I was going to almost. <laughs> so we've been going an hour and a half here. Yeah. You know, and I know you got to get up early, early for work. I got to get up early for work. Uh, well, you got to get up early for job one, which is the gym, and then gym your skis. job. Gym skis. Yes. So if there's anything you want to plug, any other shows besides those two, uh, your i know we have on the bottom we have all your all your social medias we have your pro wrestling tees which people if you have if you want t-shirts trust me kcoa's t-shirts are pretty much top of the line designs are pretty dope as hell um i literally just showed my girlfriend one that i'm probably gonna buy uh the two new ones are gonna be dropping uh this week i just haven't i just haven't uploaded it to the website yet I'll have to send you, I'll have to show you the logo to the uh, new Dennis Reaper t-shirt, which just got sent to us. And I think it's awesome as hell, but only for t-shirts yeah, and that year. Uh, Chio told me about it here. He told me it was canceled. <laughs> oh, wouldn't be surprised. It's not a body, sl- it's not a podcast one that he just keeps stealing off the internet and using other people's logos, but it's cool. Um, <laughs> but um, well, as far as, uh, plug or say anything um you know we've talked about it you know we got last call on um uh, december 30th for mcw we're moving out of joppa uh so come say goodbye to mcw um you know at least in that building by all means um we have uh, pro wrestling action coming up january 9th where i face d3 i'm very excited for that first time ever match um but overall uh anything else that i want to plug or talk about I mean, something that I've uh, had a tendency to do on any time that I've been a guest on people's podcasts, um, which before I forget, obviously, thank you for having me on. Um, always appreciate even people even asking and, and caring for whatever two cents that I actually have to say for some reason. Um, but um, I'm always the type of person, if you haven't watched um, my uh, my Twitch handle, um, which we do um well we're we're on hold right now because we did season one but season two is going to be coming back in january and we'll announce that it's our amount of motivation it's for me to help anybody that's just down because i think what happens a lot of times is um you know people look at uh wrestlers uh as like these superheroes or they look at them as like man you know how how are they doing so great and like what am i doing wrong or something of that sort 
and I try to give everybody like the realism of like, Hey, we're all people too. Like we all go through depression. We all go through, um, you know, our ups and downs and stuff like that. And, um, I think if more people, uh, you know, kind of pushed away the social media aspect because, you know, we only obviously post the good things and a lot of people don't post the bad things. And I like to obviously do both because again, I want people to know like, yeah, one, we're all human and maybe they're going to see like, okay, well, if they're going through the same things that I'm going through, then it would help me get through what I'm going through. Like if they can do it, I can do it, you know, because I look up to them. And I've been fortunate that a lot of people have told me that they look up to me and they listen to me for what I say. So that's a blessing in its own. And it comes with, it comes with great responsibility. Sorry, super uh, Spider-Man plug, but, um, but no, overall, um, I'm always about positivity and I'm always about, um, you know, again, looking at the the other side of things. So if you haven't joined Mono Motivation stream before, um, please do when we come back and um, follow me on social media in order to see when we come back. Um, but as far as, you know, again, transitioning into that about anything that I normally say is this is a moment where like we don't know if tomorrow is guaranteed. A lot of people, you know, know the saying like tomorrow's never guaranteed live. You know, you know, you only live once live today like like there is no tomorrow there's those sayings for a reason. And, um, anytime that I have a microphone in front of me and people are watching me, I like to remind people of that, that please like time is never promised on this earth. And if this is the last time that, you you know, for whatever reason that you guys hear from me or, you know, play this in in my tribute video. (laughs) Um, but thank you guys so much for ever listening to me or paying for a ticket for a show, paying for a, a t-shirt to ever come watch me watching this podcast and supporting this um, for them as well. Um, supporting my social media, anything. Thank you guys so much for even caring for anything that I uh, have to do. And, and it's still mind boggling to me when people have told me that they've been watching me for years or they drive hours to come see me. It, it, it makes no sense to me and I don't think it, it ever will. And that's a good thing. Um, and I can only hope that, um, that that carries over into the next step of our, my line of work of wherever I may be. So thank you all. I appreciate it. Okay. I want to, you know, d- yep. And there's Kenny. Kenny's saying thank you uh, for the opportunities you gave him at your shows that you ran when you were up here, you know, and that's, again, that's the respect that, you know, we all have for you. Okay. Like it's, you know, it's not that, you had to give anybody opportunities, you know, was you were, you had, they weren't, they were given an opportunity, but they earned it as well, you know, because enough people were recommending these people. It's, I don't recommend just anybody to be on shows. Like I literally recommend people that I believe, you know, deserve that opportunity and should have that opportunity. But, you know, thank you, Kay, for, you know, coming on the show, man. You know, again, I've known you for 14 years. There's nothing that I don't see you being able to accomplish. Um, and it was no better way to end the, the season of uh, body slams, uh, Thursday night slams and stuff with someone that I've known for years. And I, I don't consider your friend. I consider your family, um, in my opinion. And it will always be that way. Uh, I appreciate you taking the time out of your nights, you know, while your family was home, probably sleeping, you know, baby girl sleeping while she's teething, you know, yeah, being, right. being a girl dad, you know, yeah. I understand. I'm where I wear yeah. them every day, all day. Um, besides when I sleep, I don't want them to break out cry. Um, but you know, give those, give your family loves. Uh, hopefully I get to see you guys all when you come, come back up here to vacay. It'll be whatever. Uh, after the winter, after the winter. 
I don't blame you. I wouldn't want to be yeah. up here either for the winter, but I no. live here, so I kind of can't I'm, go anywhere. I'm a, I'm a Floridian now, so nope. Yeah, it happens. <laughs> Listen, I miss the warm weathers. I miss the beach. I miss putting my feet in the sands and drinking a beer. Um, I'll do it for you on uh, Christmas Eve because that's. I appreciate that. I appreciate yeah. that. Just, I'll make sure yeah, I live it. You can even like t- take a photo and like take and be like, "Hey, here, Reaper, your drink." Uh, um, perfectly fine with that. But right. man, have a good night again. I thank you it. so much for coming on. Um, and look forward to maybe seeing you on the thirtieth. I I don't know. I, I'm gonna try my best All to right, get man. down there. Thank you, man. I appreciate yep. it. All right, Kay. Have a good night, sir. I'll talk to you later. All right, bud. All right. Well, Chio, if you want to come back on in, you can. Or did you fall asleep pushing buttons? Uh, hey what's happening people well welcome back to the last uh edition uh the last episode of uh of uh season one of thursday night slam and uh dennis reaper knocked it out the park like i don't like know I, like I, 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 fumbled, I had other questions but i i won't lie that paper i kind of i was i was writing down all types of questions they ask all night uh, for K, but I kind of, I kind of went off the script. I was like, I was gonna go on script, and I was like, no, never mind. I can't Thank do it. You, you know, we you, didn't go. I, I didn't go on scripts with Amber. I didn't go on script with uh, Jarrett from. Um, well, those... well, that Dennis, that there particular is some of the best shows when you don't have a script in front of you yeah. or whatever, and you just go with the flow. You know, especially when you have a good. Re- good relationship with certain individuals that you have on the show yeah and that communication is tremendous and you yeah. speed off each other so it works it really does it really does like chill it's been a pleasure dude doing this show with you for the past year dude you know? since since february when we started breakfast and body slams uh over at crack bell and slowly it progressed from there we start doing a couple Thursday nights here and there. Then we Thursday nights over. just rocketed. Then we, then we switched over to uh, uh, Last Out Media. And then we just said, you know, fuck it. We're doing some good <laughs> shit just at home alone. We ain't got to leave yeah. the comfort of our home. We don't need no fucking blue check mark whatsoever. I, I want a blue check mark. <laughs> no, I, I fuck that shit. I'm good. I'm good. Uh, but no, it's been it's been a fun ride. Like it really has. Like since I did not incorporated the interviews on Thursdays. You know what I mean? Like we had our guests, but they weren't really interviews. They were like, let's just talk wrestling. Yeah, yeah. You but know, then, and you know, slowly, one, you know, we 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 adapted. We uh, yep. we and like we started to get our ducks in order slowly. We revamped a couple times. You know, as we were going along. And I think we're at a good spot. So when season two comes, I think we pretty much will have our feet nice and wet where uh, where we know comfortably what we're doing. Mm-hmm. I'm still learning, working behind the scenes with the whole um, pop-up screen stuff, sharing the stuff that, uh, that, that we had those uh, couple pieces that we uh, popped up earlier. I... I guess I'm getting better at it, you know, because I I keep playing yep. with it just 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 to make sure. So, but it's it's slowly coming along, and uh, and and like, dude, I'm like, 
there's nothing really much I can say except you know yeah. thank you thank you personally for 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 sticking it out with me on this damn journey because it was an accident. It was supposed to be a one-time thing in a studio. <laughs> it really was a one-time. It was supposed to be a one-time thing. I'm like, okay, yeah, sure, we'll come back a second time. And the snowball effect, it just yeah. just happened. Uh, we got we got one more show, which is uh the Breakfast and Body Slams final show uh, Sunday. Th- this Sunday. We don't have a set topic or whatever. Uh there is some stuff in the news that we will touch upon. And uh like I said, we'll you know what we'll call that show on the fly. Baby look look Basically. this is how on the it, fly it, we're gonna call it. I'm gonna be at an event on Sunday. Okay. This is where I'm gonna be. Okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna end up where I'm gonna talk where we're gonna start on Sunday, but we'll end it with Saturday's gig. But Sunday at Fairview Fire Company number eleven. Uh, it's 927 South 7th Street, Allentown, PA. It's called the Christmas Special. Um, it's pro wrestling autographs and memorabilia show from 10 a.m. to 1. Dude, when I tell you who's on at this event, you actually might actually show up. So we you said have, for, you said for the Saturday one. Sunday is at from 10 to 1. Saturday's even bigger. Okay. okay. And when I mean bigger, well, I'm my mind blown by who's on Saturday. Well, well, the Saturday event, you already know I can't make it to that. Sunday, 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 it's a, it's it's a possibility. Is it going to be up at that fire hall in Allentown? Yes. Okay. So I we see. have the Godfather. We have Vampiro, which uh, I think my internet lagged. I don't know. Can no, you no, me? you're. I I can hear you. Okay, I, I, my I, screen I, froze I, on me for yes, a second. Yes. Okay, so we have Vampiro, who doesn't, who rarely does, you know, any autograph cons and, and conventions, which. I'm freaking ecstatic about because I want to meet the guy and I want to talk to him. Um, yeah. Santa Claus is going to be there. Okay. Santa Claus is going to be there. Um, I, we I, have... the... Just going back to what you were saying about Vampiro. Uh, that's one of the main guys I actually do would love to meet because uh, have you seen his documentary video? I have about not him? yet. I have not yet because I'm dude, afraid. I, I want to watch it, but I'm afraid to cry. I I was gonna tell you, dude. I that's exactly what I was gonna say. Like I got I got so choked up from from watching it. It, it like like for the stuff that he gone through in his life, yeah, or what he's dealing with at this age and stuff. At this moment, with yeah, yeah uh, it, it 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 breaks my heart because it could yeah. happen to any one of us at any given Literally. time. You know, but you also have Shane Douglas, Ken Patera. Ken Patera. You said Shane um, Douglas is going to be there. Shane Douglas is going to be there. The is he going to show up? Is he going to show up? I don't know, but I'm hoping he does. <laughs> because uh, we because have, he has a history. He has a yeah, history. No, he does have a history of it. We have Kevin Sullivan, Andrew Anderson, oh. TJP. We have Katie Lee Bart Bert, uh, Birchill, which also used to be known as Winner. Um, back in the day, you have Gary Wolf, you have Sam, uh, Sandman, um, you have Flash Funk, also known as Too Cool Scorpio. You have Xavier Vega going to be there. You have former former or current UFC fighter Jessica Evil Eye. Uh, we have Peaches, and we have Car- uh, Kimaro. 
I, I know I can't pronounce. I never pronounced her name ever right. K I M O N A. Um, Tomorrow. Yeah. Sounds but like- that's everybody that's going to be there on Sunday. But dude, Saturday is going to be freaking amazing. So it's it's called Icons of Wrestling. It's at the twenty three hundred Arena, also formerly known as the ECW Arena, off of Swanson. Okay. When I tell you this, I'm going to give you give you five names. You have the Icon Sting. You have the Doctor herself, Doctor Britt Baker. You have Kevin Nash. You have again the Godfather. You have Too Cool Scorpio. Oh my God, I, I got to pull off some of these names. You, you have keep calling you. You keep you have Devon Dudley. You have Bubba Dudley. You have um the the it's. Are, are 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 you bringing Scorpio in? I so me and a gentleman, uh, Ken Hoover, um, are bringing in. He's bringing in Godfather, and we are both bringing in Too Cool Scorpio. Um, but he, the best see, part is our see, photos that we have are a limited or exclusive only. So we have two photos custom made. They will have a sticker, um, that says exclusive icons of wrestling convention and fan fest you can only get these photos on saturday at the event like i will have photos are you gonna have their names on it too yep okay Um, so 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 on the picture it'll say two cool scorpio Mm -hmm. listen to what i just said no no i got what you're saying two cool scorpio you keep calling them I know it's too cold. <laughs> yeah, I say you keep calling him too cool. <laughs> no, I know. It's fun like, screwing with you a little bit. Like, who but, the fuck too cool? But no, so like we have two photos that are custom made. I'm trying to see if I can pull them up. I should have sent you them earlier. But we had little, you know how like when you buy like limited edition fungo yeah. pops? Yeah, yeah, so yeah. So I decided, you know what? Let's make these photos a once of a light, an exclusive. I'm getting yeah. stickers made. So. They're one inch by one inch round. They're going to be put on it, but you only get them when you purchase the picture. Um, and that's a sticker, right? That is a sticker. So when you Bear, purchase these photos, you get these stickers. You better um, send me a sticker, though, so I can put it on my laptop. <laughs> I will. I'll send you one. Your your laptop is now an exclusive. Um, I'm stupid like that. $10, it'll cost you $10. Um, Motherfucker. <laughs> what? I got to make a dollar somehow. <laughs> Um, take it, char- charge a pat. <laughs> <laughs> he don't pay anyway. Um, but yeah, so like I'm stoked for Saturday. Saturday is going to be a great day. Um, but then after that, we're going to, we got to take, we're going to be taken to the hotel. Oh yeah. Tom and Carol. Um, and a bunch, I know, I know 2300 podcast is bringing people. Yeah. So going to be there. Yeah, I see they're gonna have that Lance guy there too, who 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 uh, his Facebook gets hacked. But then they have a wrestling <laughs> show Saturday night. Okay, so after the convention, they kick everybody out. They load. We we're gonna put a they're gonna put a wrestling ring up, but of course I'm gonna help. Let well, me just go over the card. Like we got Mercedes Mer, uh, Mercedes Mercedes Martinez versus um, the the NWA Women's Champion. Kamarly, or how you, how you pronounce her first name? <laughs> I'm just going. I can barely you read said. it. I can barely read it because of the, <laughs> the 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 prince, not the greatest. Then you have Johan, aka Bronson Reed, versus POC. 
Um, who else did they got? Oh yeah, Enzo is going to be at this event. Um, who else? I'm literally going through. Oh, we got Tony Nice versus Buddy Matthews. Oh on the yeah, card. that's, that's going to be fire. Um, again, oh Ric Flair, woo, is going to be at this event. Um, signing autographs. You have Ro- Ruby Soho going to be there. Um, also that night facing people, you got Bully Ray versus Jerry King Lawler. Which I'm actually excited for that match. Um, you have two cool Scorpio and a uh, two cold Scorpio and a partner of his versus Casey Navarro and Shane Douglas. Screw me, speech is not my is not my strong suit. English it's is late. not my strong it's suit late. tonight. It's late. Um, you have Tanaka is going to be at the autograph. Is that going to be at the Icons event? Which Tanaka is it? Pat Tanaka or? Uh... Or uh, Tanaka, that that was uh, in ECW. I want to say it says Legend Tanaka. I want to say it's Pat. I want to. S- Pat Tanaka was part of Orient Express. Or see, it, they're not. It's not really saying who. It just says Tanaka. Um. So right. I'll have you'll have to look it up on that link. He, he used to work. Uh, Mike Awesome a lot. They used to have a, a lot of matches in ECW. I think it was. The, I think that's who it to, is. They used to beat the piss out of each other. Yeah, no, no. I think <laughs> that's who it is. One hundred percent. Um, we have Gene Snitsky, Gilberg. We have Ruckus. We have Jimmy James Ellsworth. Um, <laughs> with no cares. We have the Power of Pain, which I'm kind of excited to be. Oh, yes. Um, Buff Bagwell. Um, you have. One of the rare, another rare appearance, you have New Japan Pro Wrestling star Jay White appearing on Saturday to sign autographs. You have Haku going to be there. Um, so I again, I could go down this list, it's hours. I sadly be there too. It's a star studded list of the who's who that's going to be there. uh, Rikishi's going to be there. Um, JBL is going to be there. Again, like, if you have nothing to do on Saturday, you should be at this event. And I believe it, yeah. the doors open at, I want to say 9 a.m. Mm. Yeah, it's, or no, 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. Saturday. And then the show starts at 7.30. Mm. So after, I, after the autograph event, literally get out of the building, go eat some food. There's a Walmart. There's a Target. Mm. There's some p- good pizza joints. And walking distance. Don't... It, 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 if you've never been to a sporting event before, like a convention, and you've always wanted to see what a wrestling one is like, this is that event, okay? I'm not trying to hype up this event. I'm not trying to push tickets for them because I'm not being paid to. But as a vendor and as a wrestling fan. Get your ass so, there. <laughs> as a fan itself, there's so many guys going to be there. It's insane. Um, I know all the. T- I know a lot of the tickets. I know. I will say this: the, t- the tickets online for Sting's autographs are, I believe, all sold out. All the tickets for Brick Breaker are almost all pretty much sold out. Oh, Rick Flair has a couple left, um, but I think you might be able to purchase tickets in house. Um, and right. So, 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 what you're saying? Uh, each vending table is individual tickets you have to buy for each one. Yes. So, but then is there a separate cover charge to get in yes yeah so, 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 so you, you gotta have pay to pay the cover to charge yeah and then you gotta pay for whichever yeah 
And it depends on the town. Like Sting was charging a hundred dollars for an autograph and a photo, or two autographs for a hundred. To me, that's not really a bad deal. Like I, I yeah. met Kurt Angle. It cost me a hundred bucks yeah. to get two autographs. And and, and 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 that's the thing. If you have the money to spend, yeah. That, um, but and then the one thing I hate about that though is like, okay, it's it's not for the fans and stuff. But then yet we are us wrestlers and yeah. stuff like that on the we are still fans but uh is like but also at the same time uh where we always bitch and complain about uh talent instead of investing into themselves as far as uh getting custom gear and doing this and doing that they won't spend that little bit of money but they'll spend hundreds of dollars to go buy a ticket to go see a WWE like like a major pay-per-view event that's coming to town like MSG or whatever or to go to these big com- or they buy these replica belts they'll spend all this money doing all this other stuff instead of investing into uh, their own gear and stuff but that's just me getting off track though <laughs> Yeah, I also forgot Mr. Glock himself Art Anderson will be there with his son Brock uh, Jay Lethal, Stacy Carter, aka the Cat, um, Jackie or Jacqueline, Tyler Breeze is going to be there. Scarlet, formerly released NXT star, Scarlet will be in the facility signing autographs as well. Um, again, you're going to get to see guys that you, you didn't expect to see anytime soon since releases. They're ready to do it. Um, Dave, if you want Jay Lethal and you're not able to get there, let me know. I'll, you know. I'll try to help you out. Keener is booked for ACPW. Uh, that's cool. <laughs> Listen, get me the money. I'll get you your autograph, and I'll get it to you. That's not an issue. Um, we'll discuss that privately in messages. I'll, I'll take care of you. Um, but, yeah, dude, I'm stoked for Saturday. I'm stoked for Sunday. Downfall is after I, we got to leave the venue by like on Sunday at, like, mm-hmm. I want to say, like, 1230-ish. And I got me and Nina have, are going to be driving too cold all the way to JCW for a show at three o'clock. J JCW. Uh-huh. Uh, where, 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 where's that one going to be at? Where do you think? What in Richfield park? Uh-huh. Oh, okay. All right. All right. Yep. We're going to uh Richfield park. So I want to be there for that event. So, Yay. I see I that play. I see that place quite too I know. often. I just picked up another date. Uh, I will let you know after we get off the air of who's it for. Yeah, I, I don't want to let the cat out of the bag yet. It's a new company, uh, being brought to uh, the area by some well-known individuals. Fair enough. Uh, who been on TV and been to Japan and stuff like that? So, yeah, uh, I got I'm reached in, out. I'm in, I'm in I got treat. I got reached out to. So, it, it it's gonna uh, work in my favor if if things go good and they continue. Uh, yeah, I, I can be seeing Richfield a lot more. <laughs> oh man, it's crazy. But no, I'm gonna but, send you. Well, I'm gonna I'm sending you photos and stuff now. Okay. Of uh, but uh, you, you know what? Let's we might as well end the show and we're gonna talk off air, we'll, exactly. We'll, we'll talk off exactly. Air. Uh, so everyone, I want to uh, thank Dennis again for bringing in Kakoa on this final episode of Thursday Night Slam 
for 2021. And we will be back again uh, the first Thursday in January with none other than NWA star uh, Black G's. So you don't want to miss out. Uh, Tune in this Sunday for Breakfast and Body Slams for our final episode. It's going to be off the chain. It's going to be unplugged, uncensored, unscripted. Uh, there's going to be some some stuff in the current news that we can talk about. But other than that, we're just going to go on the fly and have fun with it because we had a great year. And like I said, we would not be here without the support of each other on, on this team uh, with, the, with the support of, of Mikey, Austin, Pat, now Joey, and anyone else who came on the show as as any of our guests, guys from other podcasts who jump on to talk with us, we appreciate, we thank everybody, and we'll give these thanks again on Sunday. So, uh, yeah, tune in Sunday at 11 a.m. for the final episode of Season 1 of Breakfast and Body Slams. So, thank you, people. People? Nah, people. <laughs> and have a good night. Peace. Let's see how fast this thing ends.